This is Getting Stone, the podcast about all things gems and minerals. I'm your host, Jonna Kreider. Today, I have my friend Al on here, and we talk about a lot of different cool things. Hey, Al, welcome to Getting Stone. What you drinking on tonight? Hey, happy Friday. I am drinking on some Tesla tequila. And I got some ice. I just got some tequila on the rock. So a little bit of ice there for everybody. Cheers. Happy Friday, John. Happy Friday. I'm drinking the same thing, but without the ice. Mm. That's that's legit. That is legit. <laughs> I'm trying to go slow. Usually I just like when I drink tequila, I just uh-huh. down it real fast, you know. But oh, I'm yes. like, well, I'm a Enjoy the flavor. Enjoy the. Yeah. It's like a hot vanilla, spicy vanilla. Yeah, you don't have to go sorority girl on this. You know, you can you can kind of drink you it know, like a lady. I was never in a sorority. I never went to college, so. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm just like making a reference to like the yeah. lifestyle. You know, like you don't have to you know pound this this um this amazing uh spicy vanilla tequila. Um, it's it's it can you can. I'm not. Them. It's pounding me. <laughs> Yeah, you can sip it's it like really a lady, intense. drink it like a gentleman. But um, it well, is thank really you, um, thank you for having me on the show. This is like actually my first time on a podcast as a guest. Um, I think you know I told you it means a lot. Like this is really fun. Like I'm really you know excited to 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 have a conversation with you uh, about one of your life passions. Um, well, and- thank you, and I'm really excited to share it. Um, you know, and learn about your experiences. Absolutely. I mean, it's the kind of thing that's like super underappreciated. And I think a lot of people, you know, in their lives just don't think about it. Um, I know I don't, and I'm guilty of that too, but like minerals and and, and, and gems are, are more than, like you, you told me one time, like you said, it's more than art. It's more than just jewelry, uh, some commodity, um, you know, this is the essence of, our existence with like living on this planet on earth, like with all these different things. Right. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, um, everything is pretty much powered by minerals. Um, whether it's, uh, your phone, you know, your phone has a lithium battery in it, your computer, your car, cause you have a Tesla. Um, you know, everything has like a, you know, a mix of minerals and metals, which both, they all come from the earth. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. They power life. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's that's the the most amazing thing is like, we, we I mean, we're we're all made from this stuff. I mean, we we, we came from this, um, and so we literally have minerals in our body. Right. Exactly. We even have gold in our body. Like your body has a percentage of gold in it. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's pretty amazing. Um, and just to think that you know what had to just happen to come together. Uh, literally to make life here on this planet, on this piece of rock uh, possible is, is simply amazing. Um, and I think that that's super cool. Um, so I'm totally like, you, you got me pretty juiced up right now uh, about having this. You sure it's me or the tequila? It's everything. It's everything. It's, it's a wild, wild mix. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah, so tell me that story you was telling me about on Twitter, about your experience at the museum with the mysterious rock that sent you to another world. Okay, um, yeah, so, you know, when you asked me to be on this sh- podcast, I was starting to really dig deep and, like, 
literally soul search like man like what do i have any personal encounters with minerals do i have anything that would like you know be worthy of sharing on your show and i remember back to um my senior year of high school um and this story will probably date me a little bit but you know most you know american you know high school students you know senior years are a culmination of their life you know they're super excited you know the world's ahead of them anything is possible you're inspired you know you you, you know you're you're getting all just sentimental with your your high school friends and mm-hmm. high school loves and all these you know you just you're just raging with emotions and um senior year is just the culmination of just you know 18 years of your life right so um my parents you know pulled a pretty sneaky you know surprise and they just really um you know in their own twisted demented way you know had a surprise <laughs> for me so you know here i am thinking okay i'm graduating senior year this summer is going to be the best summer of my life you know we're going to just party have fun you know just make memories because life is never going to be the same again we're all going our separate ways you know some people are going to the military some people are going to you know college some people were going to work some people are going to just leave the country or whatever so summer it was like this is it you know and my parents surprised me they're like hey we got you a graduation gift guess what and i'm like what you got me a car thanks guys but no they got me a trip on a cultural exchange um like kind of like a study abroad to Taiwan where my parents were from. They didn't tell me, they dropped this on me and they're like, you're going to Taiwan for the summer. You're never going to see your friends again. And, you know, so you can just imagine how devastating um, to be like, you know, banished basically mm-hmm. um, in my senior summer year. Um, so, you know, it's just like this, the saddest story ever told, you know, I'm like super emo you know, sad, just, you know, being dragged to the airport, looking out the window of the car, just moping. Um, and so I land in Taiwan and, you know, I, I, that the, the rest of my summer is a whole different story. But out of that summer being, you know, abroad in Taiwan um, led to me this story about my encounter with a, a couple minerals that um, turned out to be pretty amazing. Um, in Taipei, there's this national uh, museum. And this national museum holds basically like the entire modern history of China's like artifacts. And mm-hmm. among that collection um, is some minerals that were part of the personal collection uh, of the royal, uh, you know, imperial, you know, emperor, uh, the emperor of China um, in the Qing dynasty. This was a culmination of all of their like crown jewels, their, 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 heirlooms everything and so you know this museum had you know a lot of different things it was like the smithsonian mixed with like you know national history mixed with um you know all of this stuff and my parents were like hey when you go to the museum because we know they're going to take you guys you need pictures of um you know this this rock that looks like bacon um we need you to take a picture (laughs) of it um as proof and we want to see it on your camera. Um, and, you know, this is a film camera, by the way. And so, you know, they're like, you need to go see it. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, um, you already banished me. And now you're telling me to do certain things when I'm, like, out and about. Ugh. So I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I mean, I have to go see it, right? Like, how can I produce a photo if I don't go see it? Um, but, I mean, it was the longest line I, I feel like I've ever stood in. It was the longest line. I, I mean, I didn't make any sense that this museum was just this, you know, really nice 
you know, classic museum, but this one, it's like if somebody told, you know, you to go see the Mona Lisa and there's a huge line. It's, 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 it's kind of that feeling. Um, so I get in line yeah, I and, um, yeah, so I'm in this long line and, and this is pre-internet, you know, pre-cell phones. So, I mean, I'm standing in line and I don't have a CD player on me. So it's like, I just have to just stare at things and, 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 you know, um, pass the time. So even though it was like an hour and a half, you were bored out of your yeah, mind. It's like an hour and a half wait. And, but it felt like three hours because, you know, what was I to do? Like I was like, had a couple friends with me, so we would just talk and stuff, but you know, it's Taiwan. So it's like, everyone speaks, you know, Chinese. So it's like, I'm not going to just make conversations with people. So long story short, super long line. I get up to it. And you know, the story is, is that, um, the emperor was a foodie. He was really into food. Um, and they happen to have this mineral, uh, which I actually don't know the name of. So maybe John, after this story, you can tell me a little bit about it if you, um, know it, but I have a, I have an idea, but I'm not 100% sure because I'd have to see the mineral. But... Didn't you tweet about it? Like, you tweeted a picture of yeah, a mineral. Yeah, I've had, yeah, I've came across, it's, uh, it's a type of calcite called, uh, well, it's calcite, and it's nicknamed baking calcite, mm-hmm. and it looks like bacon. Yeah, like, I mean, there's a high, high degree of possibility that this is exactly what I saw, this calcite. Um, so... I get up to the, the, the little two or three inch by three inch mineral and it literally looks like bacon. It looks like a piece of pork belly, you know, with a, with a little bit of skin layer on top, a little bit of fatty in the middle. And then, um, just mix, uh, you know, light beige to like brown colored piece of meat. It l- looks a lot like a piece of pork and it was pretty impressive. And the significance of it is that, it's like this very deep, like cultural connection that, um, you know, the diasporic, you know, Chinese culture has, because, you know, you got to imagine this culture of like millions and millions, almost, you know, a billion people, you know, they never had access to the emperor and they never knew what it was like to be, you know, the God of the country and, um, their collection of crown jewels and minerals and gems, um, was fascinating to, 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 to common people. And so you can imagine. It gives you a glimpse of that. Yeah. Like, right. you know, you're talking about centuries ago, like how baller did you have to be to like, yeah, I got stones that look like pork bacon. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, you know, if I, Hey, I have this like starship rocket, you know, made of, you know, stainless steel in my backyard. It's just a display. I, I don't even plan on flying it. I mean, like, that's like just how baller it was. And so people just have a fascination because it's like people in England getting see getting to see the ground jewels. It's it's like that because there was a time in history where commoners like you and I had no access to people of influence and you know royalty, let alone royalty, right? So, um, yeah, it, it's it, it, it's a big flex, you know. In, in as the kids say these days, it's a major flex. Um, and it's a, you know, it's amazing piece of rock. Like it's, it's like, wow, these, you know, somebody was commissioned to curate this, to treat it, to, to carve it, um, and make it look like a piece of bacon. Um, and it totally does. So, um, now I have a question, the mineral, when you saw it, did it look waxy? It had a sheen. It was, it was kind of, it had a little, you know, kind of shimmer to it. Um, mm-hmm. 
so I don't know if that bears, you know, characteristics of calcite or um, something else. But you know, if you look like if you type in like giant like emperor pork belly, like okay, yeah, on Google, we'll look like it's it's it'll just pop right up. Um, so yeah, oh, definitely, we'll look that up. But now even make it if I can find the image, the uh, image for this uh, cover. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. If not, oh, you'll find it. If I, don't I like, think you'll find it. I think yeah. you'll totally find it. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess. But I have my own too. So I have my own baking calcite photo. I don't have that piece in my collection. You should get one. I you should, should find it. I know. That would be... I should. I was going to get it, but then I. Uh, I wonder if it's ex- I, well, the first time. I wonder if it's expensive. It's not real. Like, it was 40 bucks at the gym show when I went. But uh, I was going to get it the first time, but then I uh, wound up buying Stidnite, which is uh, a form of antimony. It's really highly, highly toxic. Ooh. And then the second time um, I was going to get it, I wound up getting Chalkenthite, which is also highly toxic. So, yeah, they're both uh, both. So when you and, uh, when you say toxic, toxic, though, um, like, does it mean you have to like handle it with a glove? And you have to like store it in a certain way. The stibnite is best for me. I found out it's best to handle it with a glove because I started getting kind of ill. But when I was just handling it with my hands and then because antimony, you're not supposed to breathe in the dust whatsoever. So I keep it now in the um, velvet. Like I have a velvet lined. Uh, when I worked at Goodwill, I they had this like silver case that had velvet lining in it that somebody donated. So I bought it and that's for my stibnite. My chalkenthite is in a um, little jewel case that I bought off of eBay, and um, I have it sealed because chalkenthite is uh, water-soluble, and I live in Louisiana, so the air is really humid. It will melt, and it's very toxic in either air or liquid form. So, yeah, I I have that sealed. Wow, that's pretty intense. They're on the Forbes list of toxic minerals. Forbes has a list of nine toxic minerals, and they're on that list, both of them. Yeah, so I was like, okay, now I have two. I have to collect every piece on that Seven list. more? So that means seven <laughs> more to go, right? Yeah. All right, you get there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the emperor was a total foodie. And so he had, you know, something that was calcite-like. Maybe it was. And then there's, you know, the other thing that, you know, also, like, total stereotypical Chinese culture. But, like, my mom was just obsessed with jade. And so she's like, okay. There's this pork belly stone that the emperor owned. You need to take a picture of that. And you also need to go take a mm-hmm. picture of the emperor's cabbage. And I'm like, what? Cabbage? She's like, yes. It's this piece of jade. And it's carved to make it look like a piece of Napa cabbage. Um, you know what? Uh, her name is Joy. Tesla Joy mm-hmm. on Twitter. I think she shared that with me on Twitter once. Because it was a piece of jade that... I think it was cabbage yep. that it was carved yep. to look like. It was carved to look like... Cabbage. Yeah. I can't remember, but exactly, sure. exactly. I mean, like every proper Chinese kid has to learn about these stories one way or another. And my parents like, see, look how great of parents we are. We sent you to Taiwan. You saw all the treasures of our culture, and you saw the cabbage. And I'm like, no, you robbed me of my youth uh, <laughs> by sending me to go see a piece, a, 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 a cabbage made of mineral. But um. The cabbage is, is, is it's, it's pretty amazing. You can just type Napa cabbage emperor, right? And you'll, it'll pop right okay. up. And it's beautiful. Like, it's this pristine piece of jade that, like, has color-shifting 
qua- uh, qualities. It goes from like white opaque, you know, and just gradually, you know, turns from light green to a dark, dark, like, you know, you know, hunter green. And, um, and it's carved like per- perfectly like a head of cabbage. And it's just amazing. Um, and, you know, it's basically, you know, proof that like the emperor was just major flexing and, you know, a baller. And he has these stones, like, look at my, look at my stones. Yeah. <laughs> look at my minerals. Make them look like, Make them look like food. <laughs> and, 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 and it totally did. So, um, you know, my, you know, that's probably my best story about uh, minerals and um, stones and, um, that's a fun story. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. It was definitely cool to go see it. And, um, you know, I think just minerals in general are just unappreciated. So, yeah, I think they are too. Um, no, when I was a kid, I wasn't like, I had a little rock collection from the rocks in the ground, but, you know, it wasn't like my mom was like, you don't need minerals. You don't need the rocks because they're just rocks, you know? Like, she was of that mentality that, like, I mean, like, what's the purpose of yeah. it, you know? So, I wasn't really, like, I didn't really get into minerals or anything until I was in my mm-hmm. 20s. And, um, you know, so, it's a, to me, it's a whole new world that I am always, like, learning something new about. And I think that's the most fascinating aspect of it. Because there's, like, no shortage of any opportunity to learn. Whether it's metaphysical or scientific or how it can be used in science or even um, engineering. Like minerals can, you can be used in so many different ways. People use them for prayer yep. beads. Um, people use them to go to space with. Yeah. So, you know, like versatile. Yeah, yeah. You know, that reminds me, um, you know, I think I was like first or second grade. And I remember like going out to recess playgrounds, hanging out with my, like my, my peers, my, my friends. And there was a kid that like, liked to collect stones. And he like, for, for, you know, one reason or another, he's like, Hey, yeah. Like my dad got me this like polishing, you know, thing that polishes stones to make it really nice and shiny and smooth. So can Mm -hmm. we all help me go and find rocks and stones to pick up? So like, I, I specifically remember spending like a ton of recess time, like going around finding rocks and like showing it to him, my friend, like, Hey, does this look like something that we could polish? And he's like, yeah, no, you know, yes to some, no to others. And, you know, so there were, there were, there were like just <laughs> little blips in my life where like minerals kind of appeared. Um, so, um, you know, at first when, you know, the thought of coming on your show, I was like, what minerals, gemstones, like what? Like, but, um, turns out, yeah, I, I have a few, uh, run-ins uh, with minerals so yeah and that's you know that's what a lot of people are asking me about like does it have to be jewelry that we have and I'm like no it's that it doesn't have to be jewelry it's really like the whole point of this uh, podcast is to get people to talking about minerals and exploring that and you know I want it to be open to people who know absolutely nothing about it because how can you like share your knowledge with people um, if you close them out absolutely you know, and yeah. really just to inspire others to like, if, Hey, if that's your thing, look up and look yeah. into it. You know, my first book was the, uh, and I still have it. It was the crystal Bible by Judy Hall. And 
she comes at it from the metaphysical properties, you know, and talks about the healing and the spiritual stuff that a lot of people don't think is real. And, you know, so that, that was my entrance into this world, you know, like my first stone was a Chrysocolla and I didn't really like connect with it like I did with my, uh, Moldavite, but, uh, um, I do, uh, you know, it's a learning thing. So, uh, yeah, that tequila's got you feeling pretty good, huh? (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're, we're like 20 minutes into the podcast and we've been drinking for a while, so I would think so, but. Um, but it just, you know, kind of greases the, 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 um, the gears a little bit, but, um, yeah, you know, I mean, at first when I, when I was going to join the show, you know, I was thinking a lot about, um, you know, connections with, with the thing that you're, you're so passionate about. And, um, you know, I'm a new dad, right. So like I have, well, not new, like not like new, new, but like, I would say, between the time I first met you and, you know, just yeah. this whole period. Cause I mean, I think, I think we're probably about, you know, Twitter friends for about two years now. Um, you know, yeah. at minimum. Um, so, you know, a lot's happened in that time, but you know, I was a new dad and I was just, you know, spending a lot of time at home and just, you know, being a dad, you know, watching my kids, you know, taking care of the babies and everything. But I would, I would just be up, you know, a lot. Um, at night and um, you know on Twitter and whatever and just exploring different subject matters and and I think that um, one you know connective subject matter was just watching a lot of YouTube videos about you know the origins of human history um, you know Mm. where we came from you know are we the only life forms you know in our universe Um, and just you know what are our origins and so I think I, I watched a lot of that stuff um, especially, you know, you, you just, you, you just tend Me to too. find that on the internet, you know, especially at night when you're just, your mind's racing. And, um, and so it got me to really, you know, open up a lot about, you know, things like, you know, our origins and in some ways, just thinking about the, 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 the physical nature of like, you know, like where we came from, what we're made of, you know, minerals, you know, molecules, all that stuff. You know, a good person to really follow and study um, who talks about these topics, and he does it from a scientific perspective. He doesn't come at you and say, oh, these gods were aliens and they did all this magical stuff. No, he actually goes into the ancient text and, um, you know, from an engineering perspective, um, as well as a scientific perspective, and shares that. And his name is Billy Carson. He's somebody I really, um, I really follow and I like how he presents his theories. And um, I have, I actually, I bought one of his books and I got the other one that's mm-hmm. coming. Um, but his book is the uh, Compendium to the Emerald Tablet. So he kind of like, you know, translates the Emerald Tablet by Thoth or Toth. I don't know how you say his name. And um, he adds his own 2.5 cents throughout the book. Like, you know, what he, you know, how he interprets it. And it's really fascinating. And I think he's definitely somebody you should look into. Um, yeah. He, uh, I first found him watching Gaia. And uh, he has, like, several different shows on Gaia. He's um, yeah. Gaia TV. Yeah, I know. You know like the... Yeah, so I found okay. him on that. And I follow him. Uh, his uh, website, and I'll text it to you, too. It's Forbidden Knowledge. Okay. I'm typing this down, so, um, yeah, I got it. It's for with the number four, oh, Forbidden okay. Knowledge. Yeah, it's cool. I like the how he does the That's number cool. in there. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, originally, like, my subject matter was, like, tranquilite. Is that what it's, how it's, uh, how it's, uh, tranquility Do you think it was, like, a, a, like, a shout out to, like, NASA? NASA Tranquility, um, like, that's why they named it that? No, well, then they named it because the minerals, they, they landed in the Sea of Tranquility on the moon. That's where the minerals came from. They, there was, like, three minerals that were lunar minerals that they brought back. There might have been more, but I do remember three of them. Um, I cannot remember the names of them. One started with a P, and it had about 100 letters in it. Not really that many, but it looked like that many. And um, then there was Tranquilidite. And what was different about Tranquilidite is that this mineral was only on the moon. Like, the other two minerals, they were on Earth, too. But this particular mineral was found only on the moon until 2011 when six deposits in Australia were found. So what do you think that means? Now, this mineral has, um, I have no idea, uh, but it's basically, you know, the moon has a lot of the same properties of the earth. But they were able to date the mineral and because they had it had uranium in it. So they were able to date it. And it's uh, billions, millions or billions of years old. It's like really, really old. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big difference, though, don't you think, between millions and billions? I mean, it's pretty important to find out how old it was. Yeah, well, I have it. I actually have a blog post that'll be publishing that that should be scheduled coming out Mm -hmm. this week. And it has the exact um, date on it, uh, the exact age. Well, that would be, yeah, from uh, Universe Today also has it, too. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm a couple of shots in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is my first time actually sipping Tesla tequila or any kind of alcohol while doing the podcast. Usually, I'm well, this is like that, um, the the Joe Rogan, you know, moment where, you know, Elon starts drinking whiskey and and then he passes him the blunt, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if Elon ever, I think he will. My, uh, podcast, I'm definitely really not drinking. What if he's like, I want to drink, Jonna? What are you going to say? Of course you're going to like uh, open the, the tequila bottle again. But how's he going to know? Because I think, think about it. We're only well, on, I could just like make I think it's it's about the honor system, right? It's it's just like That's true. Yeah. I, if he's if he yeah, drinks, okay. oh, we'll, we'll, Absolutely. We'll absolutely. Drink straight out the bottle, just skip the glass, mm, you know? Don't go so that. It's too, you know, that's you went from zero to like ratchet really fast, so just slow down, <laughs> slow down, slow down. But um, I'm from Louisiana. That's what we. Do, do you think that you know? By the way, you know, about a like literally like a year ago, I was like telling you like my daughter was obsessed with like Princess and the Frog with New or New Orleans. Yeah, she would that. make us go buy beignets to eat. Um, you know, Louis, like New Orleans. Like I know you don't live in New Orleans. I I know this. I know this. you live. Yeah, you're in Baton Rouge, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in Baton Rouge. So, I mean, I just love Louisiana. Like, I have, I have, like, I don't know. Would you call this history? Like, I went after Katrina and, like, volunteered in the summer to, like, help rebuild homes. I remember you were telling me that, yeah. During Katrina, I was up in Shreveport. This was right before I moved to Atlanta. And I remember, oh, my gosh, like, my friend, she was going to New Orleans on the day Mm. Katrina hit. And she didn't know. She wasn't watching the news. And everybody was, like, stopping her, you know, and telling her to do a U-turn. So by the time she got to New Orleans, and I think she was going to pick up somebody or visit somebody. Anyway, they wound up evacuating back to um, Shreveport. 
And you got to realize Shreveport's at the top of the state. So it's about, I think, like a six-hour drive, five-hour drive, somewhere in there, um, depending on how fast you're going. Um, so it's a few hours north of here. But, uh, yeah, I just remember being up in Shreveport. And I didn't have a TV. And I still, like, I have a TV. I just never watch it. But I just was never really into watching the news. And so I really, like, didn't, I didn't know what was going either until, like, people, my mom, she had already moved back to Georgia. She was from Georgia. And she was calling me and saying, Jonna, you got to take cover. There's a hurricane. It's all over the news. And, you know, I'm like, but we're so far north. And um, so Katrina didn't hit us. They, they said it was going to hit us, but it did not hit us. We had Rita. And it was just, it was a mess. You know, like, it was just chaos. It, especially after Katrina. You know, like. I knew somebody who was volunteering at the uh, the shelters in Shreveport, and she had a story of somebody who was in the water for about three days, and they had black mold embedded in their skin. That's crazy. My best friend at the time was in the National Guard, and she had to do search and rescue, so they were painting the X's, you know, mm-hmm. on the doors mm-hmm. where there were bodies at. So, you know, it was just, you know... It was it was devastating, and uh, that's what kind of inspired me to leave Louisiana and just you know, I was like, I'm from here. I've been here all my life. Um, I'll just go to Atlanta where my mom's at, and you know, and go from there. And that's how I got into gems and minerals. I met Denise and Daryl, who taught Daryl's the one who taught me how to do jewelry. And I met them in two two years later. I met them in two thousand seven. And this was in Atlanta. Yeah, I yeah, I love Atlanta too, but um, yeah, I was actually born mm-hmm. outside of Atlanta. I just grew up yeah. in Louisiana. Like all I know is you know Louisiana. I don't, and, you know, my mom had moved back to connect with some of her family, and it didn't work out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I had a buddy like that, that I met from you know he's from California. He's from like San Francisco, um, and um. He moved to Atlanta because he, I think, he was like working for AT and T at the time, which I think is headquartered in Atlanta. And uh, mm. so he he was living in Atlanta. So I I went out and visited him, you know, in Atlanta. God, this is probably like two thousand like five, two thousand six. Um, so, um, yeah, like I I really like Atlanta. Atlanta's just you know a great a great it's a great That'd town. Nice it's guy. a great town. Um, you know, just he showed me everything, and he, one of his funny ways of just like being really passive but hilarious was like he's like, "Hey, you know, you got to check out this place called Stone Mountain." Yes, the laser cool. shows. They ever see a laser show there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, don't they? Like, who, who's who's on the mountain? Is it Robert E. Lee? Um, I think so. I can't remember, like, because I was only there one yeah. time with a friend. Um, yeah, because I was always in Little Five area. That that was my hangout spot. Was either Little Five or, and then yeah. I worked in Midtown. Lived yeah. And in Midtown. Yeah. So he took me to Stone Mountain. And he's like, "You got to check this out. This is like the most southern thing ever." You know, Robert E. Lee or like Jefferson Davis or somebody's like on the on the like carved into the mountain, and they have laser shows at night. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this is crazy. This is the next level. Um, and he took me to a Braves game. Um, you know, we went and like down like downtown Atlanta and played chess with all like the old guys. 
They yeah, kicked my they, ass. When I was there last, yeah, they yeah. redid that whole park when I was living there in 2012. They redid that whole park, um, and they have like these little kiosks now that they were mm-hmm. running out to people. Um, I'm trying to remember, and yeah, it was like um, they had like a whole bunch of restaurants. Yeah, like on Friday they would block off two of the streets, and people could just sit That's in cool. the streets and eat. You know. Yeah, yeah, and then like he took me to like the Georgia Aquarium. I mean, it's like literally the most cliche. It's yeah, the most cliche, cool. like, freaking Tom Hanks movie. Like, hey, come to Atlanta. Let me show you. You know, like, you know, and the... Did you go in the West End? I don't remember. We, we went, went to go see, We went to go see CNN. And, like, we went to, like, the, like, the Georgia yeah, Dome. <laughs> we went to... The West End's the hotel. It's 73 stories up. No, I don't, I don't think we went that. there. I was like, nah, forget skyscrapers. That's, like... Yeah, I went up in that like, yeah. three or four times. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, but generally, like I have like a I have like a fear of heights, so probably probably was a factor in that too. Not not going up the Westin, but um, but yeah, no, Atlanta's great. The uh, the escalators at Peachtree Center. If you're scared of heights, don't ever take those because those escalators, especially the one down by the library, is like I think 320 feet long. It's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I when I go down them, I would sit on the escalator writing down. Really? And writing up, I would just be like, yes, because it's because it, I get vertigo really bad, and it is like, oh my gosh, no, those are some seriously like long. I have video somewhere of it, but um, that I took when I was there. Yeah. Like, those are some interesting escalators. You you don't want to be under the influence of anything while yeah. on those things. You know, I you know. Because, you know, the whole, like, new dad, like, late at night watching really weird YouTube videos. Like, one of the videos that I watched was, like, um, you know, there was, like, traces of, like, Mayan pyramids in, in Georgia. Did you hear about that? I did not oh, you gotta look hear it up. about that. Um, I know about the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, tell me about the Guidestones again. That sounds kind of familiar. I don't remember much. It's like they're standing stones or something that are just randomly in Georgia with some kind of um, like Stonehenge? lettering on it. Yeah, but I don't remember if it's older than Stonehenge or not as old as Stonehenge. I don't really, I don't really know much okay. about them. But it's like some kind of language or ancient language on the stones, and um, yeah, people think it's well, aliens. The Could the be. the story that I looked at was about there are like pyramid like structures that are like of like Mayan design. And there was like, you know, inscriptions that matched, you know, a time period of like Mayan civilization in like Central America. So they're just saying that they're just allegating that like, look, the Mayans might've got wiped out, you know, down South, but some of their people made it all the way to Georgia. And, um, and so it's just like, were they wiped out or well, did they disappear? Because I was really sure that they just vanished and it was the Aztecs that were wiped I mean, the vines vanished, but again, this whole like appearance of their written language inscripted on, you know, stones that, you know, had the shape of a pyramid um, in Georgia led people to believe like, well, there's a few scenarios like they, their technology spread or they migrated north you know, or this is just all a coincidence and it's fake, you know? So, um, 
yeah, I mean, I think it's just pretty, pretty amazing about Georgia that, uh, that there's stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it it leads me to like a lot more questions, um, than answers, but like, you know, I, I visited, uh, St. Louis and like just outside of St. Louis, there are like huge pyramid shaped mounds, you know, and it's just like, there are civilizations that predate the native Americans that encountered Europeans here in the U S. So there's just a lot of stuff out there about, you know, these cultures that, you know, worked with the earth and, and, and just had, you know, ancient cultures that we just don't know about. Yeah. And I wonder what's under the sands of the Sahara desert. Like, I bet there's entire cities and more pyramids under there that we can even like you think we so? can't even conceive of. I bet there is. That's a lot of sand. Yeah, like I, I watch. I did watch a. Um, I did watch a, a story once about how there's allegations that um, there's a there's a city, um, there's an ancient civilization that's like buried under the sand. Um, so I, you know, I don't. I don't have a whole lot to say about that just because like i i just don't have enough information to like make any conclusions but you know they, they allegate the same thing about like, the amazon you know like there's the, the city, there's like cities yeah. underneath the amazon yeah we never really know i mean like we have not fully explored this planet and you know honestly i'm kind of divided on that like yes we should definitely get to know our planet better but, I mean, look at the history we have. Look what we, like, not we, me, and you, but look what, like, my ancestors, the European-Americans, they did to this, the people of this nation, you know? Like, you know, really sad. Yeah, no, um, you know, and, the, and the, the crazy thing is, is that, like, there's a history to to this, this nation, this culture here that um, isn't told. Like, I, I didn't learn a lot about, you know, just the, 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 the facts of our history and just how depressing it is, right? Like, it, it is truly depressing uh, if you just get too deep in the weeds about just the level of, you know, just exploitation. Yeah, ex- the just full-on yeah. encompassing, all-encompassing all exploitation of, of entire people groups and, and everything like that, right? But, like, um, I think that, I didn't learn about that stuff. I didn't learn about this stuff till like, you know, later in, in, in high school, later in college, um, you know, taking ethnic study courses to learn about that. And, and, it, and, it, and you know, the, the, the unfortunate thing was that initially it made me very bitter. I was just like, oh, my God, like, I can't even stand for the Pledge of Allegiance or I can't, you know, look at the flag the same way. Like, you know, I was taught one thing, but, you know, the history, the true history um, from – is is something else it's entirely. Something else. So, definitely, um, it was an eye opener. Uh, just just learning about you know just from every a bunch of different cultures' perspectives of like their experience in their America, whether it was Black America or Brown America, you know, Yellow America, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, um, it, it gave me a lot of appreciation for that stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this this is just a lot of the stuff that. I didn't learn, but you know, I am proud because my daughter who's in kindergarten, um, it's black history month and she's learning about, you know, all sorts of different things. And I'm like, this is amazing. She goes to a private school, so it's different than public school, but like, 
Mm-hmm. They just let her explore and learn things. And um, Black History Month, she's just exploring a lot about, you know, um, the history of, of the South. And, um, and I think it's great. Like, you know, she, she's, she's learning about, you know, inventors and, and people that made, you know, scientific discoveries and, you know, George Washington Carver and all that stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Like, I didn't learn about these things until much, much later. My middle school teacher, um, I have two English teachers that I talk about. My high school English teacher, she was not a nice person. But my middle school English teacher, he um, he marched with Dr. Martin Luther. Well, his dad, I'm sorry. His dad marched with Dr. Martin Luther King. So he would always encourage us. He would, We would always do a report every day. It was like a weekly or daily report on you know, an inventor or an African-American who made history or made a difference. And he would always have us do these reports and stuff. And, you know, I used to, like, everybody in the class complained about it. But for me, it was a learning experience because I was, you know, well, first of all, I'm white. And, you know, people of my race, they don't really, like, talk about racism and address it. You know, my mom taught me, you know, not my mom taught me that it was real and she tried to teach me in her own way about white privilege, but she couldn't, you know, and um but so but my teacher, he like, you know, I learned so much under him and I appreciate, you know, you know, that learning opportunity. You know, and it just inspires me to try to be a better person. Absolutely. You never really know, like, the pain or trauma that somebody else is going through, especially if, well, if they're not white, for one, because, you know, it, it, it's crazy. Like, last year, um, you know, I live in mostly a black neighborhood. My neighbors mostly are black. Um, and one of my neighbor, her son, he's like 18, 19, walking home from work about midnight. And, you know, I'm sitting in my living room. It's midnight. I'm working on something. And I hear this loud crash into my door and somebody saying, I can't breathe. And so I go, you know, me, I have asthma and you say you can't breathe. I'm immediately going for my inhaler. You know, I didn't even think about the Black Lives Matter, the I can't breathe thing. You know, that didn't even cross my mind. My mind was like, oh, you can't breathe. I'm about to bring you my inhaler. We're going to make sure you're going to breathe. I open the door and there's four police officers. Their guns are drawn and they draw their guns on me and aim their guns at me talking about you need to go back inside. And he is on the ground, face down, begging and just broken and I you know you could see he was bleeding and he was hurt you know and um they had him you know and they even came into my neighbor's house with the gun drawn and my other neighbor um she called me and she said did they just pull guns on you I'm like yeah like I was about to call 911 and then I realized you can't call 911 when it's the cops you just can't like I mean what they're gonna say well the police are already there right you know and I was in my, I, it was in my house, like, you know, and they're supposed to be first, they're supposed to be, not first amendment, they're supposed to be constitutional rights that protect you from the cops doing that. And, it, you know, it's just like, the racism is real. It really is. And I'm glad they didn't kill my neighbors, you know? And that just, that just sticks with me. Um, we way off topic, but you know what? This is something that has to be, yeah, you that know, was, addressed. That, that, I mean, that's... I definitely heard about that story. You definitely like shared it, and I think it's pretty. I yeah. was sharing it right when it happened. I was like on Twitter, "Oh my God, y'all, this yeah. just happened!" <laughs> it's like I was, I was in full freakout mode, you know. Like, 
And as soon as the police left, you know, another neighbor down the street's like, yeah, he was walking in from work and they were chasing him by the church and the uh, police car, the lights were off and, you know, they, and they do that. They do go up and down the street with all of their lights, their headlights, all their lights were off. I've seen them do that. You know, like they're looking for people and, you know, it's a bad, it's, it's not a bad neighborhood, but. It's one of those sketchy parts where you do, you have a couple of homeless people yeah. or drug people, you know, yeah. like every other neighborhood in America, honestly. Um, but yeah, they do do that. And, you know, my mom raised me to speak out against it. So, you know, I do like, speak out when I can. And if the neighbors wanted to press charges, I would definitely like witness for them, you know, but they wound up not. You know, yeah. they just letting it go. Like, do you think there's something, like, in your collection of, like, gems and minerals that, like, do you have your, like, dream piece? Or is there still something out there that, like, you know, you just have to have? Um, well, I love my molten light. I definitely, one of my dream pieces was uh, uranium light. And uh, somebody sent me that last year. And I don't know who it was, like, or how they got my address. But, uh, yeah, they said it was an anonymous person on Twitter. They sent it to me. They said, hey, we saw you wanted this, so here you go. It was awesome. Um, But there's other stones. Like, I definitely want to get my hands on. um, I want to get my hands on a uh, faceted Saverite garnet. And, uh, well, actually, I think I have one of those. Yeah, I do have. I have two tiny ones. Like, they're so little. But um, I want to get some more um, highlights because I just like working with that, you know. I'm, I don't know. It's like I get a stone and then I want more of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it's 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 like, you know, it's like anything collecting anything, you know, like once you get started, you do, you can't stop. You know, some people take yeah. tattoos, some people it's shoes, um, some people it's minerals, right? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Everybody has their own vice. Um, I do want to, you know what? A really pretty stone that I want to get is some Bix Bite. This uh, type of barrel. You know, I've had Aquamarine. I have Emerald. I have, um, I've had Heliodore. I don't know what happened to it. And, but I do want a red barrel. It's really, really pretty. What's it called? Red, red barrel? B-I-X-B-I-T-E. Okay. Got it. Okay. I'll look it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I have a question for you. Um, so, you know, for you. <laughs> it's very cliche, but it's, like, for, like, that whole, like, concept of, like, kryptonite for, like, Superman having a weakness and it being this, you know, comic book created, you know, stone, like... How likely of a scenario uh, could that be, um, do you think, um, given the minerals that we, you know, maybe here have on Earth? Well, um, if you look at uranium or any other type of radioactive metals or minerals, um, it could be possible because they do affect us right, in different right. ways. Right, whether it's like radioactivity or um, something else. Like radioactivity, especially, would kill. You know, if it's not stable. Would there be any other reason why, you know, outside of radioactivity, that 
you know, say a, a being of some some sort would just have a really difficult time being in the presence of certain minerals? Um, well, if you look at it metaphysically, some people do react, especially to Moldavite. Um, I've seen somebody, uh, her entire complexion change. She's, um, she was black, not dark skin, but not light skin. And she turned red. Like how much of her, how much of her turned red? Like her whole body or just her, her hands, her arms? Her face, her, her face and her hands from what I could tell, um, and she even looked in the mirror and she was like, oh, my God, my skin is changing color. And um, so, you know, it was really fascinating to see. But the Moldavite is known for uh-huh. having the Moldavite flush. And that basically means that you are you do get a little bit red from holding it. And I've had it happen to me. I've seen it happen to others. I've had it literally change the temperature inside of uh, my room once. Is that so, in your collection? I mean, it's a. Uh, it is. Yes, I have. I have several pieces of Moldavite, and I even. But you don't make any. It you too. don't make any jewelry um, out of it, do you? I have one. You do. Yes, I have. I have some. Um, I actually have some faceted well, and uh, unfaceted. So, and sorry, you which one, Tesla my or the other one? She's crying. <laughs> uh, Peanut. Yeah, she. Uh, she's a very cat? fussy baby, so. Oh, so she's she's still a she's kitty. She's about six months now. No, she's about five and a half months. So she'll, we're about to get her. I'm about to but, get I her mean, fixed next that's month. That's still pretty young, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, she's still pretty young. Right. You know, right. she almost did not. Well, make she did. It. But she did. I mean, that 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 is a whole story in itself. That 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 could be its own yeah. podcast. It could be its own podcast. That could be its yeah. own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> She got her name from the peanut that we peanut butter yeah. that we used to savor with, but yeah, yeah. But moldavite is a really cool stone. It was really the first stone I connected with on an energetic level. Do you have um, a reaction? I to had it? when I was like, you about, do. You turn red. Yes. Yes. I sometimes turn red. I kind of got used to it. Um, my first reaction to it. Um, well, when I first had it, uh, well, Daryl was telling me um, that how it literally Whoa. healed him when he cut himself. And, yeah, he, yeah, it was really intense the way he described it. Like, he described it like, oh, I went into this trance, and um, I, he had cut himself wire wrapping. And he's like, you know, they went to the store to get bandages or whatever, and he sat in the car. And he's like, I went into this trance, the sun was shining, and all of a sudden I heard this crying sound, and... You know, the wound was gone, the blood was gone, and it was just healed. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I need to, you know, touch this stone or something. And so I went down to down the street to Crystal Blue at some five. And, uh, yeah, the guy behind the counter gave me every single piece that he had. And uh, it took about 10 or 15 minutes. But um, at first I didn't feel anything. And then so he, that's when he gave me every single piece. But after that, you know, um, I uh, felt it felt like um well i had lightning strike within three feet of me when i was a kid and it was more intense than that My you almost got hit by lightning so is that what you're saying pretty intense. 
yeah, when I was a kid, I was checking them out and, um, you know, I just felt this like weirdness in the air and I kind of moved and, and all of a sudden it was like this flash of light and loud noise and my hair was like straight up on my head and it was just like, you wow. know, How old are you? it was just crazy. Like, it was just really- no, when I that am, thing hit, now hit the or ground. How old was I? I was about 14, okay. 15, or 16, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, around 15, okay. yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's but, like, long, you weren't, like, just this ago, kid. So. Like, this little baby. I mean, you were, you were like, you know. In some cultures, you would have been considered an adult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some cultures. Exactly. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it was pretty wow. intense. And the Moldavite was more intense wow. than that. That sounds. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but that that sounds pretty crazy. It sounds pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, they say it's the stone of transformation. Uh, it changes uh, your life. That's what everybody says. And uh, you know, um, I've had it. It's been a quite a journey. I have the piece, my very first piece that Daryl wrapped for me with me still. So yeah, it's. Uh, and I can actually feel if it's a real or a fake, you know, because I can just feel the energy. You know, Moldavite is very, like, mm. um, electric. I will tell you this one stone I was wanting to get and I finally got, and I'm going to share a blog about it in a, in a week or so, is Libyan Desert Glass. It and Moldavite are the only two tech types that can be cut mm. and faceted in the gyms. So I have, yeah. Do you think the average person budget. could handle having a jewelry piece made of Moldavite? Yeah. You know, as long as you have a good grounding stone, because that's what Daryl always said, you know, you just have to So have what, that, what would that look like? You would have two stones in the same, like, jewelry piece? Um, well, oh. he, he just gave me a stone to put in my pocket. Got it. Yeah, so... Yeah, he gave me a rose quartz, but other people would do like smoky quartz or tourmaline or even shungite. So, um, any of those. So I'm in camp mode in my car, and I've never seen it. Um, well, it's I mean, it's you know, of course, it's oh, doing nice. all the you know HVAC, you know, blowing the air, circulating, and whatever. But like the screen, it has that um, picture of like a, a campfire, and there's like a cyber truck in the background. If you look at it certain certain angle, but uh, oh, you nice. were you, you you have a Cybertruck on order, don't you, Jonah? Yeah, I do. Well, didn't Nick drive Nick yet. Howard get his I'm car for like a little it. bit? Yeah, I learned a little bit in Atlanta. Um, I will say, uh, I've sat in the driver's seat before. It's just like when I was in driver's ed, my teacher she didn't understand why I didn't know how to drive and it's because I did not have access to a car and they were like oh well just borrow a neighbor's car and learn and um we couldn't like we literally couldn't because the neighbor you know wasn't comfortable letting my mom teach me you know my mom didn't have a license and they didn't want to teach me so it's like you can't learn how to drive without a car and the teacher got so impatient with me that she actually hit me on the leg and I'm I'm crazy. I, I was like, uh uh-uh, you hit me again. I'm going to crash this car and kill us both. <laughs> Straight up. You don't put your hands on me. And so naturally, I, I failed that class. Um, 
but you know, and I just, I never really had any interest in cars until uh, Tesla, actually, you know, I didn't want to learn or anything because like, what's the point? Like I can, I don't need a car. I can Uber. Now I can Uber. I could take a taxi. I could take the bus. You know, who needs a car when you're able to get around on your own? You know, that, that was my mentality. Like, and the whole point, you know, I really didn't want to own something that was going to pollute this environment. Like, if if there's one less thing, if there's one right. less person contributing to that, that would be me. You know, I was like, if they ever make an electric car or something right. that doesn't use gas, yeah, sure, maybe one right. day. And then, boom, right. here comes Tesla. Yeah. And just like, whoa, you know, and then the cyber, the reason why I got that was so I could, like, save yeah. up for yeah. it. Well, I believe you'll get there. And, and um, like you're going to get there. You'll do it. Oh, yeah. yeah I can't I'm, wait, I'm definitely I can't wait till you get that car, or that truck. I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you can I live in it. Probably you can live in it, home. you know. <laughs> they can. Well, I have to You can find a way. I mean, so, you know, no, I, live in the bed yeah. of the truck. Camp mode. Let the that cats out of the. Very cramped. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey. What's that? Uh, where would I put my rock collection? Uh, in the frunk. Where would I put my rock collection? You would open it up and it would just be full of minerals. <laughs> I mean, pretty dope. But you should look into yeah. that. You should look into <laughs> that. that. So. Minerals, yeah. It's it's possible. Then you could have like. You could just travel to like gem shows. You could kind yeah, of autopilot around the country and you know do do different things and appearances. I think it's it's you should consider it, man. You should consider it. It's on the bucket list. Yeah. 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 Well, you can bring all your like minerals and, and just talk about all, all your stuff. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to, I can't wait till we meet in person for sure. Because. Um, like Twitter, Twitter is this weird, weird place. You Definitely, know, like, yeah. Um, you're just meeting a bunch of people from around the world that just are out there, but you maybe have never met them, or you know, it was many years before you did. But I think it's pretty, pretty awesome, and um, I'm just been really happy to be on the show with you, um, uh, just talking about your passion and just you know letting letting things go wherever they went and so you know this is a pretty yeah. pretty fun episode i think so um but thanks for having me yeah i think so too and i think that's the beauty of it we can just talk about anything and just see how the combo goes you know well thanks for being on my show al i appreciate you being here and uh thanks yeah, for having me Jonna. Pretty awesome i look show. forward to i look forward to hearing this and uh checking out Party. the other episodes on on, on the podcast too all right. Awesome. Bye. Well, have an awesome night. If you're enjoying getting stoned, then allow me to invite you to join my community of gym and mineral enthusiasts on Patreon. For only a dollar a month, you get early access to new episodes of Getting Stoned, free goodies such as my free guide to starting your own mineral collection, free exclusive Patreon-only content, and a forever discount for anything you might find yourself wanting in my online store. Check it out below.